It's the most wonderful time of the year, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. West Brom got a big point and Mourinho's off to Anfield. It's Wednesday, 16th of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Andy Brassel. With Andy jingle belling and PT telling of good cheer, <laughs> it's the most wonderful time, etc. How are you doing, boys? Is good. You Pete. say that, but I find it quite disquieting when Pete says his own name and doesn't use a wrestler's name. Have ah, you run out of wrestlers? Uh-huh, Andy Brasser, that is where you are damn wrong. I actually said Pete Donaldson and Pete Dunn as a wrestler and he supports Spurs. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Andy, the joke is on you. Hastily rewriting history there. Uh-huh. What have I done to deserve this? Well, <laughs> well, Andy, since you've been away, we've had some great happenings in the Premier League, especially Mm. if you're from the Midlands, because they were represented very well in the Premier League last night through Wolverhampton Wanderers and West Bromwich Albion. Mm. Nobody calls West Brom WBA anymore. No. Um, Okay. I just want to throw back. Do you think that's because Andre Villas-Boas has overtaken the room of the acronym? Mm. No, it happened before that. I suppose West Brom is easier to say than WBA. But WBA does sound like, um, I don't know, like a car mechanic's. Or something like that. <laughs> Call WBA. Um, but there we are, everybody. That's uh, that's that's that for you. Wolverhampton Wanderers beat Chelsea two. Another loss for Chelsea. Hmm. Are you worried about them, PT? Uh, no, I think they'll be fine. To they be honest, I think they'll be absolutely. Well, not to... <laughs> they'll probably spend another billion dollars. I'm in, not like uh, Chelsea. I'm not saying like. Are you worried that they'll go down? No. Uh, more like about their Premier League title challenge. Oh yeah, no, I'm worried about that. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm worried about that. Yeah, petrified. One yeah. might say. Um, your your man Andy Daniel Pedence with some lovely quick feet for the opener. He's but, super fun, isn't he? Yes, he is. Why, why don't you tell us a bit more about this uh, young starlet? Well, what are his interests? <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the football ramble mainly, so let's be nice about him. Well, I, I think he's, he'd be very pleased with the, uh, the yeah. intro he's already I, got I th- on the I th- show. I think he, I think he would. Um, it's, it's interesting, A, how he's taken a while to fit in the Premier mm-hmm. League, which um, is maybe not that surprising. But B, how he might be one of the chief beneficiaries of the unfortunate injury to Raul Jimenez, yes. actually, because he already seems to be getting more of a essential sort of floating role in the in, in the team. It mm-hmm. seems to have made a, a bit of a difference because I don't think it's unreasonable for Wolves fans or any other fans to think at the start when uh, Raul goes down, who is going to replace him? Because mm. they haven't got any other strikers apart from a stripling weighed down by an albatross of a price tag. And the, the, the amount of football that Raul Jimenez is, has played mm. is, is absolutely astonishing at Wolves. You know, in his first season he started more games than he'd started in the previous two at Benfica. And he played more minutes than he, he, he played in the previous two at Benfica. Welcome to the Premier League. Yeah, and, and, and in the Premier League as well. So I think, I mean, squad construction, obviously, is, is something that we talk about with all the Premier League teams. But I think with Wolves, we know Nuno likes to go with a tight squad. But this has kind of exposed how... You know they they need to go and buy a striker in January. There's no two ways about it. They need to find a way to go and buy a striker in January because they have been so lucky that nothing has happened to Raúl Jiménez up to this point. Obviously, what's happened to him is mm-hmm. a terrible accident, awful injury. Um, we wish him all the best, but that his body has held up mm-hmm. to all that football mm. that they've played so far 
is is actually a near miracle for like for any player. Mm. I think in the modern Premier League, so who do they but go for, Andy? The, which which Portuguese striker do you fancy for them? <laughs> it's, 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 it's funny. I was talking to Jackie Oatley about this recently. who's, who's a Wolves fan, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got me to make her a list of Portuguese strikers that would uh, yeah. fit the bill. Would, would fit I mean, there's, there's sort of one that leaps to mind, and I know that this current club are maybe thinking of offloading him. You know, you spoke about this on OTC. He's played in the Prem before. Get Ronaldo in there. Yeah, that's the one, isn't it? <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> who do you think, though? Who, who, who would you fancy going there? Let's have a little wicked whisper, Andy. Go on. I, I fancy a little bit of Musa Morega. Yeah. Only half a season left on his contract. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, not Frank um, O'Malian, but has, has been in Portugal for a long while now. Anything that's been through Porto has got Mendish fingerprints all over it. All right. <laughs> so I think. Um, he denies that, probably. Did you not enjoy the image? <laughs> I enjoyed you just putting up your, your just dirty saying. little puds and doing that. Uh, I, okay, I, th- I think I think he'd be quite interesting. But for the meantime, mm-hmm. Wolves uh, have done excellently in winning this, and you know, so much so much of the focus on this will be of. And Frank Lampard talked about it after the game with Chelsea and how they didn't close the game out, and how, and they've, how they've lost how two they've in a row. Had to go to Everton and then to Birmingham. It's like, <laughs> Sat 50 minutes on your little plane in a country that's pretty much the size of Brazil. It's hellish on your little plane. On your little plane, they're not, they're not flying the from London Chelsea to Birmingham. Plane. I would be very surprised if they weren't. They fly from London to Norwich, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit. There's, 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 you don't have the motorways, Andy. That's why. You reveal your prejudices about Norfolk while me and, me and Pete have the adult chat. Hang on, what are you talking about? Prejudices. There are what's the motorway leading up to Norwich then? I've no idea. Don't ask me. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I've always flown there, Marcus. I can <laughs> tell you. There probably is one, and people of Norwich are going to email in their droves. Um, but, but it's it's interesting because we talk so much about um, Chelsea and how they didn't close the game out. We should be talking about Wolves and how they do close the game out. And that was the incredible thing about them last season. When you think how much football they played, people always sort of rail out this trope, especially since they've come up of Leeds being the fittest team in the Premier League. It's mm. not. It's Wolves. Wolves... I think the way that they can finish games is incredible. And that was the incredible thing. When you go back to January, February, mm. they should have been dying on their asses since November mm. with, the, with the European commitments they had since the very start, since July. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that they could keep going, the fact that with, what, three games of the season left, they were still in with a chance of a Champions League place. Yeah, is, it's though, absolutely incredible. And their little hiccup that mm. they've had, I think will prove to be just a hiccup. They're not scoring many goals though, Andy. Not that many teams have scored fewer goals in the in the league this season than them, but apparently they can run around a lot, so they'll take some sort of solace in that, <laughs> won't they? Um, Peter, what about N'Golo Kante? Rare moment of madness from him catching the ball from a throw-in. It was enjoyable, wasn't it? Was enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he was having real trouble with the pace of some of the, the Wolves players. Well, apparently and, they're really fit. And they <laughs> did. He, 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 he tried to chase after, I can't remember which player it was, but he just sort of handed them off to the most sprightly, Reese James, who just, yeah. <laughs> who just hacked the player. To be fair, I mean, that, it was like, oh no. <laughs> That, that does. Kante was like, I can't catch him. Can you help? Oh, for fuck. That speaks volumes. <laughs> if you're out running and go, look, Kante, and like, he's looking a bit nappy, do you think, right, we've got him on the ropes here, lads? <laughs> oh, dearie me. But yes, uh, but it was a good win uh, for, for, for Wolves. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, but what do you think of um, of Timo Werner, Andy? He's not scored in 10 games for, for club and country. Don't need him, got Giroud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That Giroux. instinctive I mean, volley, Giroux. beautiful. Oh, yeah. But Giroud seems to be the man in favour now to lead the attack. He missed a couple of... 
decent chances. Yeah, big one in the first yeah. half, wasn't uh-huh. it? That, that's, yeah. uh, he just doesn't like to start. Start him first minute. Mm-hmm. No, I think he does like bring to him start. On. Yeah, he likes to start, but he shouldn't. <laughs> the fans don't want him Second to. minute, bring him on the second minute. See, people are talking about his unhappiness, about his lack of minutes. I bet you he's been in the office, the model <laughs> pro and gone, Frank, this is bullshit. I need Christmas off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about this, the yellow card, the risk of the yellow card promised land yes. of having Christmas off. So mm. we'll I'll tell you what, the Premier League is not the same without Kevin Nolan, is it? <laughs> yeah, damn right. I've always said that. And so, a man that we might mention, uh, Dean, Dean Smith has not said that. <laughs> we are well. I mean, we should say though that uh, that, that Wolves are, are doing um, they're doing pretty well. They've got more points at this stage than both their previous seasons. Mm. Is that um, right? Uh, yes, that is interesting. Uh, um, well, they they've played uh, a game or two more than than some of the teams uh, around them, or three more in uh, in the case of, of Aston Villa. But they're on twenty points, so they're halfway to safety, uh, Peter. So they won't mm. be they won't be too worried. Um, but yeah, let me move on to West Brom uh, getting a draw at Manchester City. Uh, I mean, we've got to say Sam Johnson, what a game he had! Oh, Imperious. I mean, I mean, people are going to be talking about Man City and where they go from here and stuff, but he was just incredible. What a game. Point blank headers he's just kind of clawing out. Well wow. they were. I mean I know some might say oh well the header was sort of straight at him but that's the positioning of the goalkeeper. Yeah. And also not to sort of panic and just sort of mm. choose a corner before the header's mm. even been, been done but he had a wonderful game man he of the did. match rightly so. He didn't do the same interview as Angelino did he after um, Presum- the, the Manchester not, United match where uh, he went well and the fact that it was against them was even better of course. <laughs> <laughs> well I, I, I mean I know Sam Johnson and he, he said recently that he missed the crowd he missed getting abuse he missed even getting bottles of piss thrown at him in, in one of the games he played right. well it, but he no, had where, a, where, where does he play? are we talking about Donnington away it was a it was a, it was a, it was he a wasn't Daphne match. and Celeste for a long time <laughs> <laughs> did they get bottles of piss thrown at them uh, well, I certainly feel. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about anyone else. I, that's a lie. Actually, I actually quite enjoyed their performance at Reading Did you? in that year or whatever. You calling me ugly? That was them, wasn't it? How you, dare you? You, yeah. Yeah. you ain't got no alibi. Well, with that kind of rhetoric, I'm not surprised that the, <laughs> but the public said, "Right, yeah. we're." Not having this. They came back with a new really album go, a couple of years ago. Did they really go posh and go, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you throw urine at me? Uh, what was their latest album then? I can't remember. It was a couple of years ago. I think it may have been produced by somebody who may have worked on a metronomy album, I think, but it sounded very metronomy-y. It okay. wasn't very good, but I must have been the person. I was, I was thinking oh. roll necks and jazz after <laughs> yes. such a long absence. Lovely. That's Pete Donaldson's uh, <laughs> sort of concept album, uh, which we're all still uh, waiting for. Uh, but back to, to West Bromwich. Albion. Uh, despite the draw, there's big reports, uh, big reports suggesting mm. that, uh, that that Billich will lose his job very, very soon. At the sound of, uh, at the time of recording, rather, that's not happened. So we sort of wait and see. No doubt that'll happen a minute after we finish you, recording. You get the feeling that the, the the press were briefed before that result yeah. <laughs> because because it was like, oh fuck, they've yeah, drawn. Yeah, well, it's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those ones where. The club sort of think, ah. You've I, had 18 months to organise a defence, Slavin, <laughs> and you do it today. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but it is one of those results with, oh, well, we can't sack him just straight after the game, can we? <laughs> it's uh, kind of like the, the day that you go and get your hair cut mm. is the day that it looks its best when you get out of bed in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, I, right. I know what you mean. Okay, yeah, 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 I do yeah, know yeah, what yeah. you mean, Andy. Yeah. Um, some reports are suggesting that the big Sam Claxon's been sounded. It's been sounded. Here we well, go. I think he, I think that job and that set of players may even be beyond, be beyond um, Sam Allardyce. I think been hard. I think West Brom have done okay this season. It's yeah, not with, in... yeah with the players that they've got. 
well, I think they're a poor side. Yeah, but I, I, Grant for sixteen million. It's like, what has he brought to the table? They, 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 they make Fulham look like Brazil seventy. Let's be fair. <laughs> okay, Andy, careful, careful. Um, I just complimented Fulham. I know, but it's more Brazil eighty-two. I, I, I would say. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I like That's that. recency bias after the passing of Paolo Rossi. You're thinking about what uh, might have been. Yes, recency biased. Up yours. Um, uh, what was I saying, Andy? Yes, the, I think use your recency bias. I should do. Yeah. What did you I just remember. say? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think with West Brom, they've done all right, and I think that it's been a tricky one because obviously Billy, you know, last season who got them promoted, they were, they, they were decent. They were decent, but would you argue that they? They, they they aren't an organised side. They don't look that they they never look set up to 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 bother anyone really. I think I think it's difficult because if it was a situation that Sheffield United you know sort of hardly got any points on the board, then then that is a bit more clear cut. They've mm. just got a point though at Manchester City. Oh, they were unlucky against I think Chelsea and Man United. They, well, Chelsea they had a three yeah. 0 yeah. lead. Of course, I mean they're 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 a couple of points from safety. They've played one or two matches again more than some of the sides around there. Mm. It is that difficult. Period uh, of the season, mm. difficult spot they find themselves in the league where they think, is it going to improve that? Much? You know, they're now looking at safety. Yeah, of yeah. course, I mean they would have done at the start of the season. And to get, you know, if it is Sam Allardyce, they've got lined up. As a Fulham fan, I'm worried. I'm thinking, I just, I quite enjoyed having West Brom below Fulham. Fulham, I think, a little, little, little kind of air, air, air sort of bracket for you, like yeah, an air, air break. Exactly, and you think, oh, here he comes over the hill, you know, with his troops and Did all. Are you calling Sam Allardyce over the hill <laughs> <laughs> on the horizon? Big Sam Allardyce to ruin everybody's day. They've got, you... like, they got Villa next. I mean, will he be in place for that? It just seems like, why why fire someone after Man City, especially after that result? In that, I, I just think they were never going to give Slamour Village more money in January. They mm. do need uh, to, 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 to spend money. Um, but I, I, if I was a Baggers fan, I would not be trusting the... Uh, the, the, mm. the the management to to put anyone in that that, that works for that team, well, or, Billich, to, or to spend the money correctly. Yeah. Well, Billich yeah. said in the post match, "I am very calm. I love my job. I'm here and calm. To be fair, I'm not bothered. I'm doing my job. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> too I'm many not Too many sentences. Yeah, I was going to say it's a little bit. Andy, what do you think if you were? Uh, is it is he, what he should have said mm. is five words. Euro 2020, yeah. ITV, next summer. <laughs> Thank you very much. What do you think, Andy? Are you, if you were a West Brom fan, would you want Bullich to stick around or would you want to twist? Um, I'm not sure it's going to make an enormous difference, mm-hmm. to, to be honest. I, I, it's, it's clear that his players still like him very much. Mm-hmm. I agree with Pete. It's simply not good enough. I, th- I think that's the issue here. And yeah, you, you know, said that when... about Fulham recently, didn't you? <laughs> and I will continue <laughs> saying that about Fulham. <laughs> All right, Andy. <laughs> it's not one team going down, is it, Marcus? Well, you know, just Brendan Rodgers and Jurgen Klopp might disagree with you, but anyway, carry on. Clip this. Get it. Get it. Get it on Twitter. <laughs> So that we can retweet it. We're staying up. We're staying. Go on. Slav and Billich, you think he should go? You think you should get Big Sam in and they should romp their way to 16th? You know, I'm going to stop appearing on this podcast and just have you as my spokesman. <laughs> Seeing as you represent my views so perfectly. Uh, why don't you like foreign things, Andy? <laughs> no, go on. do you, what do you think? Billich, should he stick or twist? Well, it's, it's not really an option now because mm. he's he's away, isn't he? And it does say a certain something. The fact that you know you're you're two on the on the short list, uh, Nigel Pearson. We haven't mentioned Nigel, have we? Mm. And oh. uh, and Big Sam. Don't think it's a Big Sam walkover. Naughty Nigel could be brought in. Yeah, I mean he he loves a great escape, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, I Put suppose them both so. together. <clears throat> 
Splash the cash. Let's yeah. have a dream team. Now you're talking. <laughs> what about Manchester City themselves? Obviously disappointed to not beat West Brom at home. It's the, it's the first time in over 10 hours in the league that they conceded. Mm. Um, so again, they'll be, they'll be disappointed with that. Um, only Spurs have conceded fewer goals in the Premier League than them. So defensively... Looking, not really the issue, is it? No, 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 yeah, exactly, Andy, because then you go on to say they've scored 18 in 12 league games. Only Wolverhampton Wanderers in the top 12 have scored fewer. It's a problem. Do you think? Do you think? I mean, I think. I think it was Jonathan Wilson who was writing about about Guardiola and Man City uh, recently, as I'm sure others have, about Guardiola taking a slightly more pragmatic approach to football, which is unlike him and central defenders and central defenders. Who's yes. for this week? Who's, ne- who's at the front of the vending machine? <laughs> <laughs> who's our pairing? I'll have D three and D four, please. Thank you. Um, oh, that one's not come out. Oh, you need to put more money in, but we can't. John get him. Stones is caught upside down on a spring. Oh no. <laughs> but with with Manchester City, though, if you think about Liverpool when they, they played very entertaining football, then Klopp thought, we're going to have to tighten up at the back, mm. which they did very, very well. We've seen this season Chelsea and more sort of microcosm do that. Do you think Guardiola, I mean, by the looks of the stats, Andy, he's prioritising the defence over the tack, and it's not really working in a way that he might have wanted. No, there's, there's, there's not a balance, but that's indicative of the fact that they, they don't just need one player or two players. The, the squad needs a rerun, and I don't mm. think that's really a surprise to anyone. Um, what was a surprise to me is that he extended his contract, because I wasn't necessarily mm. sure, especially given how long he's been there, yeah. and bear in mind how long he's, he's been in charge of other major clubs, um, whether he would really have the appetite for this rebuild. Mm. And who but knows, then, after but, the last couple of months, maybe he hasn't. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was saying this, though. I thought, I thought you'd be off in the summer, if, if not maybe next summer. But the pandemic could have had a, something to do with that. Yeah, mm. absolutely, yeah. Mm. Do, do, um, do you think that they're just they're, they're just a club that was so reliant on David Silva, and now they just don't they they the the, the players they thought like Gundogan, mm-hmm. who who they would probably suggest would mm-hmm. be that kind of like static turn yeah. uh, turn pass turn pass kind of uh, character, just isn't as good as D- David Silva, yeah, and, that, I mean, and, and he's just been such a big big miss, and he's kind of relying on De Bruyne, and, and De Bruyne had a, a role last season that he played mm-hmm. really really well, he had two or three roles, but now his kind of his uh, Pep's got him playing so many different positions. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, he's not that panacea that I think um, Pep is kind of clinging to, and and, and Silver's just such a big miss. But I think the other, the other thing really is yeah. the, the the fact that Fernandinho and Aguero are getting old, yeah, mm. like visibly, upsettingly getting old, <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as well, I mean, we we know that Aguero can, hasn't scored a Premier League goal since January. That's an unbelievable statistic, isn't mm. it? Mm. For Aguero, Aguero standards, yeah. It's, yeah. It's I mean, obviously, they, 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 there was a lot of football missed, so it's slightly skewed, but still, I mean, with with. Both of them, and especially Fernandinho, I would I would say there's there's, there's stuff left in the tank. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But to be in a position where you're like, if they're not fit, we've got a bit of an issue mm-hmm. at their age. I mean that that does say something about future planning. It does. Um, do you think though the bigger issue though for Pep Guardiola, Peter, is the amount of injury time given? <laughs> My, you know when that is. I mean that was really kind of classic pervert Guardiola stuff wasn't it when he was demonstrating with the with the uh, with the fourth official and he was <laughs> I mean he was even he tried to pull the fourth official's board down <laughs> he's like, he was furious he's like, he's like a 
a man given a parking ticket at a, a, a dogging site or something. You know, it just <laughs> it was absolutely incensed. I mean, the, the funny thing is about that is Pep Guardiola is actually slightly taller than you think he is because mm. you associate him with the Barcelona of Messi, Iniesta, Xavi. Mm-hmm. You kind of imagine him on his tippy toes <laughs> or like one of those guys who um, works at a fairground who has to get the, get the prizes down. Yeah, right. exactly, with the stick. With the stick. Mm. Maybe maybe you need to stick. Maybe that's where the Manchester City revival starts. Air rifle. Yeah. Air pistol. Just shoot them God, at the Don't give him an air rifle. <laughs> Sniper pep. I did it. I, I think the fourth official phoned uh, Nathan Redmond after the game. Went, How did you deal with the fallout? Of this? <laughs> Very strange indeed. But yeah. we do like to see it in a sort of a weird way. All right, gentlemen, we're going to have a quick break and then we'll talk more football after that. Hello, I am Sven Goran Eriksson, and you are listening to the Football Ramble. Oh, <laughs> yes, you certainly are, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you are listening to the Sven Garley Football Ramble. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you for the second half of this pod. Right, let's have some emails. Just email And this is from Eric Schultz. Hi, Ramblers. As an American and someone who's played baseball most of their life, I can confirm that shagging mm-hmm. refers to retrieving balls Told most commonly during batting practice. There you go. Ah, yes. Thanks, Eric, for straightening that out. Um, I thought you might be interested in a few more obscure baseball terms, so I've included a handful with their definitions and a football-related example. Can of corn, a fly ball that is easily caught. Mm. In football, a can of corn would probably be a weak shot that the goalkeeper easily handles. Okay. Mm, cup of coffee, a brief spint, stint spent with a team. Gary Neville had a cup of coffee at Valencia. I quite like you can see that. Excellent. If, if it's even briefer, would it be an espresso? You know, in Italy where they just walk into a bar, it's almost like they do a shot. And then yeah, oh, I, I think we're talking cafezinho. Definitely not cafe con leche for, yeah. for, for Neville at Valencia. Uh, piss missile. Oh. Sometimes called a frozen rope. A piss missile is an extremely hard hit line drive. Zaha's goal against Chelsea last season was an absolute piss missile. <laughs> That's excellent. That I is like, I like that. Cheese slash cheddar. Cheese refers to a fastball, particularly one with a high velocity thrown near the batter this one's <laughs> tough to relate back to football but perhaps it could apply when a player smashes a penalty past the keeper and into the corner um, mm. finally grab some pine a player is told to grab some pine when they're taken off the field after a bad performance it refers to taking a seat on the bench uh. as the benches in older dugouts were commonly made from pine wood Xhaka was told to grab some pine after he was sent off yet again of course that wouldn't be allowed because no, he has to uh, there are plenty more of these terms some more absurd than the others thanks that thanks, is enjoyable so much, get Eric. down the fruit shoot yeah. that's what? what I'd shout at Xhaka if I was an American football fan uh, uh, how, you, how are you relating that just <clears> to find that why is it? The shoot is like the tunnel. The fruit shoot. Oh, is that right? Get down the fruit shoot. Yeah. 
the loser. <laughs> you loser. You dang loser. <laughs> yeah, hippie. You sound like the samples that Macaulay Culkin plays out the door in Home Alone. You filthy animal. <laughs> Off the pitch, you filthy animal. <laughs> You've been getting bugged with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got an email from Lou in Michigan, another American rambler. Hello, the ramblers. Uh, during my second year of college, Real Madrid and Manchester United were slated to play at my university's football stadium. That's mm. a hell of a little import, mm. isn't it? It is, it is. Well, I think we had... Um, Ash playing after union. Um, a few days before the game. And Daphne <laughs> before or after the fame? Uh, so, yeah, like the the, the, the the chemtrail, let's say. Okay. Um, a few days before the game, while I was on duty working as a bus driver at the campus transportation service, I noticed a large crowd gathering at the main entrance of the stadium right next to the bus depot. During my last break, I checked Twitter to see that Real Madrid was currently at the stadium and inspecting the grass, realising I would never have a better chance to meet a footballing legend. I hatched a daring plan. <laughs> Instead of returning to the bus depot after my after completing my shift, I took the forty foot city bus towards the front of the stadium entrance. Why is a a, a child allowed to drive? <laughs> like not a child, but like an eighteen, nineteen year old oh. person, like allowed to just drive around in a big bus. Uh, Don't you remember Frank Ribery when he drove the Bayern bus and crashed yes. it into the wall at Porto Stadium? Or, or Paul, Paul, Gascoigne. Paul Gascoigne in Middlesbrough. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Midwest. Exactly. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> have you got arms? Driving licence. Um, which was... So, so I took the 40-foot city bus towards the front of the stadium entrance and pulled up to the police barricade, which is holding back the gathering fans. I opened the bus door and told the approaching officer uh, that I was here to charter the place from the stadium back to their hotel. He asked for my ID and told me to wait here while he checked with his superiors. As I watched the police walk away with my ID, it dawned on me, actually, if I'm able to get the team on my bus... Would this be kidnapped? <laughs> Before I had the chance to consider the consequences of my plan, an actual charter bus pulled up beside me. Uh, on cue, the police officer exited his car, exchanged words with a couple of other officers, and as a group, they started walking back towards me. The officer gave me back, back my uh, ID and said sternly, I don't have time for this. I don't know what kind of shit you're trying to pull. <laughs> Kidnapping the Real Madrid team. <laughs> Take this bus back. She is waiting for you. I'll let your supervisor sort this mess out. Mm. Um, the officer then just turned around and left as the others cleared a path for me to turn and swing the bus around. Needless to say, my supervisor was not pleased and insisted that we mutually part ways as a result of the mess I had caused. Mm. My attempt to kidnap these stars was misunderstood by the police department uh, as an attempt by the transportation service to kidnap the footballers. Regardless, uh, a couple of days later, I got to see Ronaldo's skin glimmer in the sunlight from the upper deck of the stadium without having a post bail. I'm surprised you were even allowed <laughs> yeah. near the stadium again, yeah. trying to kidnap the Real Madrid team. And why is he trying to post Gareth Bale? I don't <laughs> understand that. It's very, very strange. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Peter, I was thinking to myself, if, that, if I mean, I, I don't want to do the region of disrespect, you know, right. but, you know, you're, you're after a driving licence and you love the Midwest. You mm. visited Milwaukee on your own. Well, I should just pop over there and get my driving licence there. I think you should just set up shop there, to be yeah. quite frank. Yeah. Go, go straight from moped to massive bus. <laughs> exactly. What could yeah. possibly go wrong? Indeed, yeah. I think, Deaths. I think Milwaukee's in the Midwest, by the way. I mean, it's, it's, still be better than uh, Jack Grealish. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for this. I prefer to kill him. It's time for Portmanteo. I can't even do it. Portmanteo Conte. There you go. Portmanteo Conte. Yeah. Uh, the rules are very simple. I've got two clues pretending to two footballers whose names have been joined together. You just need to guess who they are. Two players becoming one. I'm going to throw it open to uh, both Andy and also Marcus this time round. 
I have to say, get, we have to get the answers in before Kevin De Bruyne speaks. Exactly. Yeah, I, did, I went wrong correct. there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a uh, uh, Jean-Alain uh, Bosman special because obviously it was, I think it's 25 years since uh, the, the Bosman oh, yeah. began. Yes. Uh, People forget, you forget that. What a, what a huge thing it was for football. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Uh, so here uh, I've got uh, two, two clues, uh, two footballers, uh, four clues and two footballers. So uh, I'll do one and then I'll uh, repeat uh, and, and, and wash and repeat and we'll start again. Okay. So you can go one all. Yeah. You oh, can I have see. two. Oh, my, oh, Andy can have two, all right? Yeah. Or well, we right. can have none each. Or you can have none <laughs> each. <Yeah. laughs> right. Here's your clues. I've played at Liverpool and Real Madrid, but my most annoying partnership in my career is with Fletch. I have an order of merit of the Italian Republic and I own a vineyard. Uh, Steve McManaman and Andrea Pirlo. <laughs> Ah, Marcus Feller getting in. I don't know the rules anymore, honestly. <laughs> Before uh, the fantastic uh, Kevin De Bruyne getting in there. Congratulations, uh, that is correct. Yes, David Manamandria. Rebello. It does work, yeah. It does work. It does yeah, work. Right. It's fine. Uh, right. I think I two. said it wrong, but it does work. Man and ball, pride and man. This is all about uh, Andy getting back into it. I, for, for, for all of Andy's uh, gigantic yeah. footballing brain, this, this, this is one step too far for you I feel yeah but it's, I, I, I think this is one of those that you know like um, like Mark Zuckerberg and these kind of uh, sort of mm. uh, Face, it's called type. Facebook yeah oh yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> book face whatever no all the, these these guys <laughs> it's, a, it's a classic Pop Antonio Conte <laughs> book face Adamona Adamola look face. no I've got it wrong um, how they, they apparently they, they try to make as, 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 as few decisions as possible throughout the day right so okay. that's why they wear the same t-shirt every right. day they get up because you can then maximise it that's why Andy's not good at this because he just it has no kind of uh, revel- relevance to anything. It's kind of waste. It's <laughs> yes. a waste of brain it's a waste power. Of brain power. He's got correct. much yeah, bigger yeah, fish yeah. to fry. Which is, agree. And, and it reflects badly that I get them before he does. Quite All frankly. Right All right then. Uh, here's round two. I still want to get this though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After winning five Serie A titles in a row, I swap Milan for Leicester, a combative defender for both sides of North London, who's still sliding. Esteban Cambieso's Sol Campbell. Yes! <laughs> Marcus Feather. Killing Esteban it. It's a 2-0 win. Cambi honestly. Cambiasso Sol Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, that's Esteban what I mean. I just say the two Sol names. <laughs> My problem is it's like I'm a bad DJ. I don't mix the tracks. Don't mix like, the tracks together. That, that one's finished. That one's you, got there. you got there with two points, Andy. All to play for next time around. There we are. That was Pop Antonio Conte. Give us the jingle again. All right, hang on. I've got multiple screens because I've I hate to think. <laughs> I prefer to kill him. It's like the film Sliver. Just a ho- I'm just oh, looking in loads of hotel no. rooms. Oh, dearie me. Right. You're, look, you're very sinister, Pete. You're not as sinister as William Baldwin. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the 17th Baldwin. <laughs> Pete Baldwin. Ah, <laughs> oh, gentlemen. Gentlemen. Um, before we talk about uh, this evening's proceedings, uh, let's go Let's go firstly to Brazil, actually. It's been a while since we've, we've gone there. There's a thing called the Corinthians or Corinthians Taylor Swift Rule. Oh. Yeah, there's a, there's a sentence one uh, didn't think one would hear today. Uh, they beat league leaders Sao Paulo 1-0 over the weekend and they continued their streak that they've never lost directly before or after a Taylor Swift album release. <laughs> now, I mean, I can't think of how many albums Taylor Swift has. She's got a few. Yeah. Seven or eight? All right. How have they noticed this? Like, it's just yeah. like a weird thing to sort of... Well, I know. can we put it into context by saying since they 
won the <laughs> Libertadores and the yeah. World Club Cup in 2012, they've not had a particularly good time. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, okay. Because well, otherwise, you wouldn't notice, would yeah, you? Fair. Yeah, fair. Well, they first... Give Corinthians back their masters, Scooter Braun. <laughs> God damn it. Well, they, they first beat uh, 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 Cruzeiro and Palmeiras either side of her debut album in October 2006. Right. Uh, of course, um, and uh, they've played a subsequent eighteen games around uh, Taylor Swift album releases and not lost. So nine albums she's mm. she's had apparently, right? Um, so it's a it's a fantastic record. Well, I I'm quite happy to see Taylor Swift framed in a positive football context mm. because, of course, her previous big football mention mm. was when it was erroneously reported that she was going out with Sean St. Ledger wasn't it? When they, <laughs> they walked out of a nightclub yeah. in New York City at the same time. Right. And okay. so it was like, who's Taylor's mystery man? <laughs> and all his mates from home started texting, you got going out with Taylor Swift. And he's like, really? am I? Yeah. Maybe I am. Ah, that's how... I imagine this is exactly how Hollywood relationships <laughs> conduct themselves. Never see each other. Never see each other. In tatters. Yeah. No wonder. Um, well, that, uh, incredibly. I mean, she did release that song, London Boy. Not that long ago. Right. And in that song, she refers to watching rugby in the pub, I think. Right. So she's more of a, she's more of a rugby gal. Right. Right. By the sounds of it. Um, but maybe she's a Corinthians fan at heart, really. Um, I mean, if you were up against Corinthians and you knew that Swift was releasing an album soon, you'd probably phone her up and go, just put it back by a week or two. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> Newcastle like haven't been good since Chinese democracy was even mooted. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Guns N' Roses or the actual... Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Either or, really, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Xi Jinping or Axel Rose. Yeah. I mean, Has it, Chinese democracy been mooted? <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, Sorry, if, yeah. and Newcastle United waiting for China discussing to get, democ- it. To get They're democracy. They're discussing it. Yeah, as soon as that country gets the vote, we're in. We're back in, lads. You but could does, be waiting a while. But does this make her, either way, a sort of reverse Aaron Ramsey? You know how he went around, like, killing world leaders? Yes! Yes! Yes. Right. yes! yes! Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You want to sort of pad that out a bit more, Andy, for anybody who's unaware? <laughs> Everyone knows about him killing world leaders, don't yeah, they? Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, the dictators died after in the immediate aftermath of uh, Aaron Ramsey scoring goal. Yes, and also, he, he owns a lot of polonium. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he, you know, he's got a shitload of cash from that Juventus contract. <laughs> yeah, You've yeah. got to invest it somewhere. Do you know don't I, just put it in shoeboxes under your bed. That's all I'm saying, Aaron. I did ask Aaron Ramsey once, on a mildly similar note. Do you remember, um, uh, well, Matthew Flamini is... Uh, into sort of saving the planet, isn't he? Mm. Um, Alternative energy. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I asked him once, I said, uh, is, is, is will Matthew Flamini save the world, save the planet, you know? And he said, not while he's driving around in that sports car, is he won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, gentlemen, let's uh, move on. Tonight we've got Spurs away at Liverpool. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if, if we were wondering when it was going to happen, it's happened. The mind games have officially begun right. with Mourinho having a go at Klopp. Now, you might think, oh, this is just Mourinho. I think this is different. And Andy, you're going to back <laughs> me up here. When Mourinho goes full mind games, you think, ah, that's his real intention here. Mm. That's what he, that he's got. Whoever's got in his crosshairs, because Mourinho says a lot of chippy stuff about people and it has little snipes here and there. This is a big one. And Mourinho, as we know, he always says that the game starts in the press conference and it finishes in 
in the in the post match interview. He sees that almost as important as the game itself, with the mind games and all that kind of stuff. And when Mourinho starts saying things like Alexander Arnold is not injured, Matip, I believe he's going to play, Fabinho not injured, Robertson not injured, Henderson not injured, <laughs> you're not injured, you're not injured. You're not, he's going round, and then he says Van Dyke. Some of them look injured. <laughs> Van Dyke is injured, and Van Dyke is a very good player, of course. He's having it, Andy. He's the, the mind games are open. Wouldn't it have been much better Go on. if he'd have got on that role and he'd gone, Van Dyke is not injured. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> that would have been better. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you. And this, because Jürgen Klopp has been going on about wanting five substitutes and kickoff times and getting in a bit of a tiz about mm. all this kind of stuff. Mourinho has honed in on that bruise and he's prodding his finger on it. Peter. Ooh, sometimes that pain is quite delicious though, isn't it? Uh, well, it's not meant to be. Um, <laughs> he also said, we are a good team that works hard, but Liverpool is a result of, if I'm not wrong, 1,894 days of work with Jürgen. If I'm not wrong. <laughs> but he very well could be wrong because as we know Jose Mourinho comes out with utter bullshit stats well, he's co- but Andy's just delivers coming. them with such conviction yeah, that oh, go, we are oh, living yeah. in a post-truth world doesn't matter yeah, yeah, exactly. and, he, and he's covered that as well if I'm wrong I'm wrong for a few days <laughs> uh, we are the work of what, three does he mean he's going to keep saying it for the following couple of days I think he might do yeah. we are the work of 390 days but these 390 days are fake because lots of these days were not even days of work they were days of quarantine being at home unable to work I mean he blamed that. He blamed the fact that they couldn't sign Son up to a further uh, a career ending uh, mm-hmm. or career completing uh, contract because Son wants to stay at Spurs yeah. Levy is Levy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't he already have his like first anniversary at Spurs like less than two weeks ago? Right. So even the three hundred ninety days is just bullshit. <laughs> Unless he's just fessing up to the fact that he was working for Spurs before Pochettino yes. was actually sacked. Oh. Hello, oh. hiding in plain sight. Yeah, use your suspects. Well, we, we showing things I'm confused. We we know he likes to hide. There was a story recently when uh, he was sacked by Chelsea at their training ground. He was smuggled out of the ground in the boot of his goalkeeping coach's SUV uh, in 2015. That, that is a fetish, like yeah. men who want to hide in like small chests and sports bags. Well, there was stuff. that. There was that story. There was that of man course. who died, didn't he? yeah, who was found in a, in a oh. bath, bath in a in a sports bag. Yeah. Oh dear. And they figured out. They were try. They weren't sure whether there's a spy game gone wrong uh-huh. or a sex game gone wrong. Right, all right. Um, and yeah, it was just all that. And, but they were trying to figure out whether a man could fit in this massive sports bag uh-huh. and do it up from inside because he was into that sort of thing, not yeah. to kink shame. But um, fascinating, oh, fascinating right. fetish. Well, the- because of course we tend to think of the basket, don't we, in Barcelona mm-hmm. with this Mourinho? With Mourinho yeah. yeah, was it Barcelona or Bayern Munich in the Champions League? Or maybe it was mine. Yeah. I can't remember, but it was a big Champions League game at Chelsea, yeah. of course, when he, when he was uh, apparently, the, the story goes, he was sort of swelled in, wasn't he? Mm. Uh, in the, uh, was it the laundry basket? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It was yeah. the laundry basket. Mm. But yeah, but this this was a lovely one because he was smuggled out the, in the boot of the, the as I said, goalkeeping coach's car. Um, but a decoy vehicle was sent out, a la Jack Grealish. Uh, right. Did you see that at the courthouse the other day? There was a decoy vehicle sent out with uh, Chelsea's player liaison officer sat in the front seat with a hoodie pulled over his face and an expensive watch on. <laughs> expensive <laughs> watch? <laughs> Take my watch. To make it look like, you know. One person uh, in, the, in the ruse said they followed him for half an hour before working out something wasn't right. <laughs> it's a lovely old job that isn't it what do you reckon to the mind games though PT he's ramping it up this is classic really and this shows you his intention for 
this season. Obviously, they're top of the league and the way they're playing, it's kind of like, well, you know, we're not... You're going, the thing is, you're going to do as well as you possibly can. You're currently top of the league. So you, you're thinking, come on, we've got a chance of the title here. But when he starts that kind of chat with Klopp, because Liverpool are their main... Uh, well, Liverpool are the champions, so actually Spurs are probably Liverpool's main challenges. Mm. It would be the right way to frame that. When he starts really trying to get under Klopp's skin with this kind of stuff, he, he's going for it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think in many ways he's trying to distract from the real barn burner of a, of, of a football match tonight from 6pm, mm-hmm. the Newcastle-Leeds match. So, right. You know they haven't met for for quite some time in in, in the top flight, so he's he's clearly just trying to yeah. make sure that all eyes are on him uh-huh. and, and not, his team. Not the Mark Viduka Derby. Not the Mark Viduka Derby. <laughs> <laughs> the Woodgate <the> Wobblers. <laughs> well, it's all about it's all about Keegan, isn't it? Just yeah. just in the end of ninety five, ninety six. Do you think that little tunnel? I bet a few of those players, you know, the long staffs will get their picture taken in the tunnel <laughs> with their thumbs up, won't they? Uh-huh. Can you give me some uh, shitty headphones and uh, you know, a little retro headset? That well, nice. no, I, I made a little Instagram filter with the little Keegan Keegan hair and and and, and headphones. Oh. Nobody used it. Because <laughs> <laughs> those who did, it, it didn't come out properly. No, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there we are. Well, look, uh, we're looking forward to uh, we are. Liverpool versus Spurs and all the other games that are on this evening. Yes. I think Marina, Marina will be there with like a little clipboard doing the register. See, told you. Not injured. <laughs> Not injured. <laughs> <laughs> you can love it. Um, so, so there we are. Yeah, if you uh, would like to do as a big, fat, old, solid uh, and head on over <laughs> to wherever you get your podcast, oh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, and leave us a five-star review, it will help other the listeners uh, find the show uh, and also just really enhance our reputation. Charlie wrote that in a script. Mm-hmm. Reputation because reputation is a Taylor Swift album. Yeah, it's also a Dusty Springfield album. So I have some respect, Charlie. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, and, but it uh, does help. It helps. Every little helps. Indeed. That block on the Tesco advert yeah. is every little helps Tesco or Asda. Asda, I think. Oh, is no, it? it's Tesco. Oh, no, it's Tesco. Tesco. I thought he talks like this. Yes. Are you ready for Christmas? This helps. <laughs> I'm the that man of this podcast. I'm the that man. Right, enough of that nonsense. I've done it too much, too often. Uh, it's time to go. Thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thanks. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Ta-ta. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the Scat Man. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Give us a little bash, give us a little spin. Do you want me to? Yeah, go on. All right, this is Andy Brassel. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do the the drums. In a western town and dead and well, the eastern boys and western girls. In a western town and dead western girls. I'm here to what have I? What have I? What have I done to deserve this? What have I? 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 That's your bit, Andy, and you come. No, I'm expecting Dusty to walk through the door. <laughs> <laughs>